Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the mayor of PHNX. I'm so glad to have you guys here with us today. Of course, this show is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX and simply for betting $1 this weekend on any football game, college or NFL, you will receive $200 in free bets instantly. That's the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the best app out there. Uh, all my friends are using it, and I'm getting text messages about it all the time. Uh, joining me, of course, thank you guys for joining me. Joining me, as always, is my friend and co-host, Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Jesse, what's happening? Derek, I'm doing all right. The Diamondbacks still aren't great. But hey, once again, what right. else is new? It's tank season, Jesse. It's tank season. That's all right. It's the best way to look at it. The Diamondbacks get swept on Wednesday by the Dodgers. That part sucks, obviously. I think no matter what, when you watch them play the Dodgers, you want to see them win deep down inside. Even when it's tank season, you still want to see them win. Uh, I think the bigger loss on Wednesday is once again having something detrimental happen to one of our young players not like it matters if it's one of our older players or our younger players particularly but to see <laughs> Paven Smith get bonked on the arm right in that funny bone it's never good oh, man. Um, uh, Tori said after the game that he's day-to-day a good sign was that he brought up Seth Beer and that Seth Beer was ready to play but he's holding him out so it sounds encouraging about that dislocated shoulder that was one of those moments with Paven Smith where you just kind of like at least I did. I like felt Paven Smith's pain. Oh yeah, him. it was just. I mean, his face turned red. You could just tell he was he was having a hard time with the pain on that pitch, and it's hard to blame him, right? I mean, you take ninety-five miles an hour, whatever it was, straight to the elbow. Straight to the elbow. <laughs> it's right. not gonna feel good. So it's, 
it's the not it's funny nice. bone at that point, right? I mean, right. it's that right. thing that sends that shooting pain up your arm. I think the bigger problem there is Pavin doesn't wear any kind of protection on that arm, right. and he just took right. it straight, you know, straight, straight to the elbow. Uh, again, I just I cringe, right? Uh, and and we're going to talk about it, but I mean, it just feels like there's constantly a black cloud hanging over this team. It feels like no matter what, even in games like this, that you know, hey. We lost. It's not that big of a deal. But at the same time, too, we want to make sure we're not losing the future of this team to any long term injuries. The Dodgers are a really, really good team. And uh, yeah, it you know, there's a black cloud over this team, possibly. But there's a black cloud over a lot of teams that play the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's very true. (laughs) It is. I think yesterday on the broadcast, they mentioned the Dodgers are 31 and 10 uh, since the end of July. And what's even crazier is that the Giants are 31 and 11. So the Dodgers have essentially gained no ground whatsoever, but that's just how good they are and and also how good the Giants are apparently, at least over these last couple months. I know how frustrating it is to be a D-backs fan against this division, right? You look over, it was frustrating before the season even started with what the Dodgers and the Padres were doing. I can only imagine how frustrating it is to be a Dodgers fan. And to be winning as often as they are and to yeah. still be looking up at a San Francisco Giants team that wasn't supposed to be this good, right? Like a team that by no means yeah. picked up any kind of major free agents or make any kind of moves that that at least forecasted they were going to be uh, the first place team in the NL West, not just for a period of time, but they've been there. They've been at the top all season long. You're not suggesting we feel bad for Dodgers fans, Derek. Never, you? never, <laughs> never. How dare, don't ever put words in my mouth like that. Never. But I'm just saying I can understand. Sure. You know, I think that one thing, even with this team at times, is we have had that position where we were the unlikely first place. I think, you know, a few years back, the Dodgers eventually caught up to us and took the division. But at times during that season, it kind of felt the same way that this Giants team um, has felt, where it's just like, doesn't seem right and it seems like it's going to end any day but they are still there they're still in first place are you as big of a giants fan as i am right now derek (laughs) i guess so i guess because i think in the long run this is exactly what you want to see happen to teams that go out and spend all the money and get all the guys and create that all-star team you want to see them get beat by some team that just put a you know put a team together of, of scrappy guys that most fans can't even name half of and somehow <laughs> manage to beat a team like the Dodgers and the Padres, to be honest, for first place in this division. I don't know if I would necessarily say that people can't name half of the Dodgers lineup. Well, not, no, no, I'm, I'm talking about the Giants. I'm talking about the Giants. Or, sorry, sorry. Yeah, the Giants yeah, yeah, yeah. The Giants I, and you're right. I know. I know that might be undercutting them a little bit, but still, they're just a very good team that's doing it without that those big name acquisitions that the other two teams in the division sure. made. That's that's what startles me about the Giants, though, is that we do recognize a lot of these names, right? Yeah. Like Brandon Crawford and oh. Evan Longoria and yeah. Buster Posey and Brandon Belt, right? It's the it's the same it's the same guys from like 2014, right? And somehow yeah. they're all having this very random career resurgence all at the exact same time. I don't know how to explain that, but what the Giants are doing is crazy right now. I'll tell you another crazy thing was Henry Ramos's catch last night against the Dodgers, yes. robbing yes. Mookie Betts of what looked at first like it might have even been a home run, but was at least going to be an extra base hit. 
Henry Ramos is kind of a beast. It's it's honestly strange that as close as, at least for me personally, I follow Diamondbacks prospects about as closely as anyone. I'll be honest with you. I had not really heard a whole lot about Henry Ramos until a couple of weeks ago when he got called up. And you're right. I mean, not only is he doing it with the bat, but that play in left field, that was that was something. And I mean, if Henry Ramos can do this on both sides of the baseball, he might be invited back here next year and have a real opportunity to contribute. A guy that has been an 11-year minor leaguer, and last night, based on that play alone, it looks like he has no intention on going back to the minor yeah. league, right? Right. I think it was not only – it's it, it was a heads-up play. It was a play that shows how dedicated he was to keeping this team in the game. But I also thought it was kind of a smart play when you watch it. He looked like he intentionally landed where he did so that he didn't get hurt making that leaping catch. Uh, you know, against the padding versus other areas right there by that Dodgers bullpen that could have been a little bit uh, more detrimental to his health potentially had he landed there. I just, I really liked everything I saw about that. It was a real, you know, I I don't see a reason to be going out there and possibly injuring yourself for a season like this in any case, right? <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's my first thought when I want to see guys make a spectacular play. That play sure. was spectacular, but... I also don't want to see Ramos do anything that's going to potentially, again, cost him time or, or injure him in any, any way. He's not a young guy at this point. He's not somebody I put into the same class as some of the Diamondbacks up-and-comers that have received an opportunity this season, like Seth Beer. He's still, though, a rookie. He's technically a rookie. And, yeah. I, you know, and, and he's just playing great right now, so I don't want to see – you know, I don't want to see anything like that. I don't think it's necessary. Uh, it makes me think of uh, guys that we've lost in spring training, making diving plays and such that, you know, oh, you're just man. like, why? why? <laughs> it's spring training, you know? Yeah. I think uh, you brought up a good point there that we should never underestimate how much work it takes for guys coming up from the minor leaguers to suddenly learn how to play defense and a, in a ballpark and a bunch of ballparks that they've, probably never actually played in before no right maybe they've been yeah. there in the stands you know when they were 15 years old but i doubt henry ramos has ever played the outfield at dodger stadium he might not have played a whole lot of outfield at jace field either so there's a big learning curve especially with some of these ballparks that are you know trickier to, to play defense in i and i've talked about the outfield at chase field plenty of times and i know i'll continue to talk about it Standing out there underneath it for certain events like the D-backs run and just being out there during like celebrations that they've had, it still amazes me to stand under that awning and imagine a baseball coming that way and how you would play it and what you would do. So, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, that or that porch. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you there. There's a lot of uh, nuances to playing at these parks, and I, I just – I thought that it was such a great heads up play. You know, I, I don't know. I wasn't expecting to see that from Ramos. I know what we've seen out of him. Like you said, I've, I've seen little out of him from the minor leagues, even though he's been there for 11 years, but I, I didn't really see any highlights of his defense as an outfielder. Yeah, I don't, I mean, there's a, we haven't heard much about Henry Ramos and I mean, you know, he comes up, he was hitting 371 in Reno and apparently, you know, doing some good things defensively down there too to lead to what we're seeing right now. This is, this has been really incredible. Jesse, I'm convinced one of the two of us could probably hit 300 in Reno and I don't mean to knock anybody that's there. I'm just saying it's Reno. Um, and, and I would bet on that. I would bet on that. You know, I would, 
and of course, you know, I'm going to bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook app this weekend and every weekend. Uh, DraftKings is giving us all sorts of exciting offers. And so I, I, I can't suggest enough how much fun it is to play right now. There is, uh, I mean, baseball, I, I bet on the Astros the other day and felt very dirty doing so, but I did it anyway. Uh, you know, you can da- download our the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use our code PHNX. Again, bet just $1 and you will receive that $200 in free bets instantly. That's just $1 on football, college football, or NFL. And also to add to the excitement, DraftKings is giving all customers an exclusive no-brainer offer that you don't want to miss. They did one last week, and it was on the Arizona game, and they're doing another one this week on the Arizona game. DraftKings is giving all customers who sign up now a shot to double their money if Arizona or Minnesota scores one point during this Sunday's football game. Jesse, I don't have to tell you how football scores work, but let me tell you, no matter what, if they <laughs> score in any way, they're scoring at least one point. It's, it's I think, two points minimum. I think that's how it works, but uh that's that's a pretty safe bet that one of those two teams is going to score a field goal or a touchdown. Remember, DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Uh, and I do it all the time. I put more money in. I take more money out. It's, uh, it's exactly what it says it is. So go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code PHNX to receive your $200 in free bets for placing that $1 at any football game. And remember, that's PHNX. NX to get your $200 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's for 21 and over only, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only for free bet promotion. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Eligibility restrictions apply. Maximum $50 wager for no-brainer offer. One per customer. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And yes, Jesse, in case you were wondering, I did bet on the no-brainer offer. I can't stop talking about it um, because I don't know when they say no-brainer offer, when they put no-brainer offer in the fine print, you know, it's a real (laughs) no-brainer offer. So go bet on that Minnesota Cardinals game. They score one point, you double your money. Uh, But again, I am not really betting on the D-backs right now. Jesse, I'm sorry. I, again, am living living by the philosophy that just because (laughs) they're losing, I shouldn't. It's tank season. I don't need to tell you that. It's tank season. But we don't want to just live by the losses of the D-backs, right? We want to live vicariously through our former players. It's become one of our favorite pastimes. I know it's not midnight on a Friday. I know we are not on Facebook. And I know we're not getting drunk on Chardonnay. But we are going to do a little spying on our exes right now. That's right. We're spying on our exes because, again, with the Arizona Diamondbacks, of course, that's become a favorite pastime of ours. The Diamondbacks players that go on to have a tremendous amount of success elsewhere and break our hearts. It's a weird thing because it's not just losing good players, right? Like, I wouldn't put J.D. Martinez in this category because we had him for such a short amount of time, and he was just sure. good. He was good when before we got him. He was good when he was here. He was great when he was here. And then he went on to still be good elsewhere. I'm talking about guys particularly that were here and they were what you might call mediocre, what you might call average. And then they go on to do amazing things. I cannot say that the Arizona Diamondbacks did not give Robbie Ray enough time. Robbie Ray was a part of this rotation for many seasons. And Robbie Ray kind of always was 
what Robbie Ray was, right? He he had some good numbers early on that were very encouraging, and then we really never saw him get back up to that level until now. Until now, where Robbie Ray is with the Toronto Blue Jays, and he is having what some people are calling a Cy Young season. Let's take a look at these numbers. 12-5 and five this season, 2.64 ERA with 233 strikeouts. A 1.01 oh, <laughs> whip, a 1.01 a 1. whip with 5.42 strikeouts per walk. 5.42 five, 5. strikeouts per walk. That doesn't even make any sense to me. That's maddening. That is Robbie Ray. Let's talk about it. Basically what's happened, Derek, is Robbie Ray went from being the one guy in baseball that everyone knew couldn't throw strikes, right? Like he just couldn't throw strikes. He was a great pitcher in some ways. He had one of the nastiest sliders you'll ever see. You know, he threw 95 plus miles an hour on a regular basis, but he couldn't throw strikes. And and not only has Robbie Ray made it so that is no longer how he is viewed in the league, but he has pulled a complete 180 on us where now he is actually one of the best control artists in baseball. His walk, his walk numbers are actually well below average, not even just average. So Robbie Ray went from a guy who really had no idea where the baseball was going. He skips town, he leaves Arizona, and suddenly, you know, I mean, like you said, that 5.42 number is ridiculous. And I think you are right to call this a pastime for Diamondbacks fans, because frankly, this is what we do now, right? Diamondbacks are really no good. So what do we spend our time doing? But looking over our shoulder at the Diamondbacks who have moved on and have, you know, found success with other franchises. And I know it's painful, but somehow it's it's just kind of what you do as a Diamondbacks fan right now. And Robbie Ray is obviously, you know, the epitome of doing that right now. I think there's been other guys that were very surprising to me. I think that, you know, I know he came back down to earth, but Taiwan Walker was putting up ridiculous numbers this season as an all-star for the Mets. Uh, We've talked in the past about Wade Miley and other guys that they just left here and somehow became not only a better pitcher, but it wasn't really like a fluke situation. They seemed to grow into a consistent pitcher that every outing, went out there and gave you the, you know, gave gave something that we never saw here in Arizona. I can't make wild accusations because I know nothing about these situations. I know from personal experience, the struggles Ray had while he was here, by the way, not calling him Robbie Ray anymore. Uh, He's Robert Raymond. That's, I think, I think we should put some respect on his name and start calling him Robert Raymond, but uh, he, just like you said, he had control issues to the point where he was changing his delivery, his arm angle. He was doing things where you felt like he was so completely lost that he needed to try to change his mechanics. I understand how valuable changing the mechanics can be to some pitchers at times, and I know how necessary it can be. Sometimes it's based on a change of velocity that, you know, loss of velocity. Sometimes it's an injury or something just different. Sometimes it's just a change like Zach Gallen described where he changed the side of the the bump that he was pitching from that made, you know, a vast improvement in his delivery. Ray, I can't figure out, you know, I think that um, he is one of those guys that truly makes me feel like there is a problem with the coaching staff with this team, right? Maybe not Tori Lavallo. Maybe it's Herges. Maybe it's, maybe it is Tori Lavallo. I don't really know, but it gets to a point where I can't help but question 
what exactly is wrong with this team. You know, what exactly is causing these pitchers to have problems here, similar to what we saw from Mad Bum, where he said he was being given too much information and that once they simplified things for him, he felt like he was more comfortable. Um, so I, I don't I don't really know on that one, but it seems like there's definitely something within the organization that's causing these pitchers to potentially have complications or issues with you know their delivery or or their performance. On the flip side of things, I do think we should acknowledge that it was also under Tori Lavello that Robbie Ray had, you know, his first breakout season really in 2017. Robbie Ray took a big step forward from being kind of a middle of the rotation sort of guy who didn't really pitch deep into games. Suddenly in 2017, you know, he had a sub three ERA. He got Cy Young votes. Uh, so as much as I agree with you, and obviously, he's, you know, he's taken an enormous step in the right direction the moment he's left town now. But I, I think I don't know if Tori Lovello is is the answer to that. Right. I don't know if uh, right. some of the other pitching you know, coaches, uh, analytics guys, the Diamondbacks have in the organization, they kind of figured out Robbie Ray uh, when he first got here. And unfortunately, it just kind of wavered over time. As you mentioned, he had all sorts of confusion with his delivery. He tried new things. They didn't work, to say the least. 2020, he had as many walks as innings pitched. He literally walked a batter per inning uh, last season. And, and obviously, we, you know, we see what's happening right now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's infuriating, and uh, I understand that it's a pastime of ours, and we're going to continue to spy on our exes all summer long, next year, and probably until the end of time. But with <laughs> Robbie Ray, I definitely feel like he was a guy at one point that we were calling uh, the 1A guy behind, right. uh, you know, whoever Granky. at times was the, you know, yeah, Granky. And uh, I, I don't know exactly where that dropped off, but I, I wonder at times if it's the amount of information, you know, I've been reading a lot of uh, like old stuff from the old Diamondbacks team that won the World Series back in 2001. And one of the things that Luis Gonzalez said was that his entire career when he was younger, he was being given too much information. He was thinking too much at the plate. There was too much going on. And then as he got older, the reason why he had that great season, right? that all-star season of what, like 143 RBI or something ridiculous like that was because he just simplified his approach at the plate and stopped worrying about thinking too much about all of these analytics and, and information that he was been given. And he just tried to have fun at the plate. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I also remember a guy here in town named Paul Goldschmidt that would answer a lot of our media questions with that. You know, he would say, yeah. we would ask him all sorts <laughs> of stuff. We would bring up, you know, whip and, you know, strike zones. And we'd talk about like pitchers and their velocity and things. And he, he would just look kind of annoyed by all of the technicalities that we were asking and typically answer the question with, I was just trying to hit the ball hard, you know? And I think that that approach, despite it being so ridiculously simple, is probably beneficial to a lot of ball players if they can go up there and just try to do that. Right. So, uh, but you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Robbie Ray. I want, I'm interested to see his, uh, it, honestly next season to see if he can keep it up. And, yeah. uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about those numbers. If, if he did, I'm sure one of us will be doing a deep dive breakdown of his numbers. If we see him, you know, win the Cy Young or continue to have success. And the best way to do that is to, uh, for you to go read that at PHNX at go 
where we're making it fun to be a sports fan here in the Valley, sign up and get one of our exclusive memberships, either an annual membership, or you can get the month to month annual membership. will give you a free t-shirt that you can go pick out. We have a bunch of amazing t-shirts at phnxlocker.com. I know I talk about them not giving me a t-shirt. I obviously still don't have one as I'm here in another ridiculous button-up shirt but You're not really only bitter about that free... Derek you just What's can't the... stop talking about it <laughs> I you know I just want a shirt I just want a free shirt can I get a free shirt I work here um but you'll also get access to our members only discord if uh where you can get away from all of the Twitter and Facebook uh discussion and just talk sports with your fellow PHNX members and with us uh you know and we appreciate the support. If you love what we're doing over here and want to help support us, become a member of the family today. And again, either get your free t-shirt of your choice at, at the PHNX locker, or just get your first month. If you want to do the first month uh, or month to month, it's, it's 50 cents and come in, uh, try it out, see if you like it. And hopefully you'll stick around. That's what we want to build here. We want to do a website. That's for you guys. We want to do these podcasts for you guys. And we thank you so much for being here and being a part of it. It's uh, it's a lot of fun for me to do these live shows and stuff to interact with you guys. I've never had an opportunity to do live shows like this. So uh, I don't know. It's, it's exciting. And I know we have, we don't have a lot to be excited about with the diamondbacks. I think though, there's still plenty to be excited about with the future. I just have to wonder based on the things that have happened this season, Jesse, is this team cursed? I mean, is it is it is it time when you start looking at every single game in a series and someone's getting hurt potentially when every game is a loss when you know we're hitting a 99 losses we are at 99 losses do you start questioning uh, if this team somehow cursed itself well, I think I have to ask you that question, Derek, because, you know, I'm over here. I'm in Washington right now. I'm keeping my safe distance. But I know you spent a whole lot of time, you know, in the clubhouse, in the press box over the last few years. I don't know, Derek, did Steve Gilbert say, you know, say something wrong? Did You know, did he misspeak at some See, point? What, what went down that is causing this? It's terrifying you bring that up because at one point in the press box, there was a Steve Gilbert cutout during the pandemic. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that guy is still haunting the press box. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't like there being two Steve Gilberts. That's too much whimsical fun in, in in the press box. I also think that they've just had a lot of weird things that have happened over the last two years, right? I mean, 2020 passed by in the blink of an eye. And, you know, 2019... I, we had that bullpen cart. I don't know. The bullpen yeah. cart seemed like a ridiculous idea. I why think the they, players hated it. Nobody wanted to the, use it. Do you know? Is that why they stopped the bullpen cart? Did did guys just say we don't want to use it? So like, why? You know, why? Eventually, they were like, why do we have this thing anymore? I almost felt like opposing pitchers started using it just for fun. Like I almost yeah. felt like <laughs> it started being a relief pitcher for the opposing teams. Like joke. It just took one guy to start using it, and then that's all that would use it. I don't know if it was a sign of weakness. I don't get it. There's just, there's been these things that this team has done and I don't understand the idea behind it. Like at least the bullpen cart got people talking. There was a shirt that seemed more like fun. Then we had the humidor, right? Remember the humidor? What happened to the humidor? The humidor is still there. We still, are we still (laughs) humidifying balls? And then the best part about that for me, they would refuse to acknowledge its existence to us at the media. 
at, at one point, I was told by one of my sources at the D-backs that as far as we're concerned, the humidor doesn't exist. What does that even mean, Jesse? <laughs> They're the ones that told us they were doing it. And then they want me to pretend like it doesn't exist. I'm fascinated by the idea that you guys can have cigars and baseballs in a humidor somewhere in this building. And you're not <laughs> letting us see it. Yeah. Right? But really, I know what's going on here. It's like you said, I have uh, inside information. I've been here a lot. I've been at the ballpark a lot this season. And I know exactly what happened. It occurred on May 15th, 2021, Jesse, where the Arizona Cardinals as a team broke. Did I say Cardinals? I've been thinking about the Cardinals too much. Where the Arizona Diamondbacks <laughs> broke a Cardinal rule. They broke a Cardinal rule as parents, right? When you are a parent and you have a pet, there is a specific set of guidelines and rules you must follow. Now, let me first start off by saying that Bobcats have a life expectancy of seven years. So that means by this point, at 23 years into this franchise existence, there's a really good chance that we've had four, maybe five Baxters. Who knows? Up to this point, the Diamondbacks have been doing a great job at replacing Baxter and following the rules of a parent, which is there's two ways to go. You lie about what happened to that animal. Should something terrible happen to that animal or you go out in the night in the dead of night, and you replace it without that child ever knowing that anything bad happened to that animal. <laughs> Jesse, on May 15th, in a win over the Washington Nationals, the D-backs filmed one of their TikTok videos, and they did oh, yeah. it with Eduardo Escobar wearing Baxter's head. Like he was one of the <laughs> damn children from Lord of the Flies or something, man. Oh, just man. parading around on social media wearing Baxter's head. I don't know what happened to Baxter number four. It breaks my heart to think about it. I, I don't know how he met his demise, but I don't feel like his head should be paraded around on social media. From that point on, the losses just happened one after the next. They set the franchise record for most losses in a row. They set the road loss record after that. Everything went south after that TikTok video. You can even look at their chart on baseball reference, and there's all this red and green interactions before that. Don't get me wrong. They weren't in a playoff hunt at that point. They weren't even doing well. They weren't even above 500, but they were at least still relatively competitive. The majority yeah, yeah. of their wins this season happened before May 15th. So I don't know. I feel like there's a correlation there. A am I wrong to think that this is what's going on? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm too far... Maybe I'm just in the weeds here, but I will say for sure that uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks have definitely done something this season to bring this bad luck upon themselves. That's what I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm just amazed that they managed to replace Baxter like four times. And oh, yeah, looked, I swear he looked identical every time. I mean, I, I never noticed. Yeah, you just yeah. go out to South Mountain and you can find another one. I mean, if you want to trap them. Um, I'm sure there's some place you can buy them here in town. And they all and they all look exactly the same. They look they're identical. It's easy. It's <laughs> okay, no, okay. They all wear jerseys. There's a difference. City bobcats have different, you know, dangers than than right, the, you know right. than than the country bobcats, right? So it's like sure. city bobcats have to worry about cars, uh, cholesterol. Uh, I I don't know. You know, they're probably eating churro dogs. So I'm definitely sure that that's not part of a bobcat's <laughs> natural diet. I don't know. But I think that uh, in, in, in all honesty, it just sincerely feels that way at times. And I can just throw my hands up in the air and, and 
you know, wonder what's going on. But I think that we'll see some changes this offseason. I hope we'll see some changes. And I'm still interested to see what happens with Tori Lavolo and managing this team. I don't really know what the options would be if we do go in a different direction than Lavolo. Uh, but check out Jesse's article about that exact topic right now on gophnx.com. And if you're catching us right now on YouTube, we want to remind you that you can never miss out on any of our shows by subscribing to the PHNX D-backs podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you get your podcast. And if you're hearing us right now on one of those apps, we want to remind you that we are cranking out awesome content around all major Arizona sports on our YouTube channel on PHNX Sports. So go check us out there. Follow us on the Twitter. Follow us on the Instagram and the Facebook. And that's all at PHNX underscore sports. And of course, you can follow me and Jesse on Twitter. You can get us. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. And you can get our our, our, our combined marriage uh, Twitter account at PHNX underscore DBAX. So uh, I want to just thank you guys all again. Jesse, thank you so much for joining me. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's way more fun when you bet on it. Thank you.